Coming up on 5-Minute News. Between 7 and 15,000 Russian troops dead in Ukraine, says NATO. Abortion ban signed into law in Idaho. And Republicans attack Supreme Court nominee Jackson. It's Thursday, March 24. I'm Anthony Davis. NATO has estimated that between 7 and 15,000 Russian soldiers have been killed in four weeks of war in Ukraine, where fierce fighting by the country's fast-moving defenders has denied Moscow the lightning victory it sought. By way of comparison, Russia lost around 15,000 troops over 10 years in Afghanistan. A senior NATO military official said the alliance's estimate was based on information from Ukrainian authorities, what Russia had released, intentionally or not, and intelligence gathered from open sources. With its ground forces slowed or stopped by hit-and-run Ukrainian units armed with Western-supplied weapons, Russian President Vladimir Putin's troops are bombarding targets from afar. As US President Joe Biden arrived in Europe to meet with key allies about new sanctions against Moscow and more military aid to Ukraine, he warned there is a real threat Russia could use chemical weapons. A secret White House task force meets three times a week to consider the consequences of such an attack. The US has also determined that Russian troops have committed war crimes in Ukraine and it will work to prosecute the offenders, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said. He cited evidence of indiscriminate or deliberate attacks against civilians and the destruction of apartment buildings, schools, hospitals, shopping centres and other sites. Addressing Japan's parliament, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said thousands of his people have been killed, including at least 121 children. Our people cannot even adequately bury their murdered relatives, friends and neighbours. They have to be buried right in the yards of destroyed buildings, next to the roads, he said. Still, major Russian objectives remain unfulfilled. The capital, Kiev, has been bombarded repeatedly but as yet is not even encircled. Idaho on Wednesday became the first state to enact a law modelled after a Texas statute banning abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy and allowing it to be enforced through lawsuits to avoid constitutional court challenges. Republican Governor Brad Little signed into law the measure that allows people who would have been family members to sue a doctor who performs an abortion after cardiac activity is detected in an embryo. Still, he said he has concerns about whether the law was constitutional. I stand in solidarity with all Idahoans who seek to protect the lives of pre-born babies, Little wrote in a letter to Lieutenant Governor Janice McGeechin, who is also President of the Senate. Yet he also noted, while I support the pro-life policy in this legislation, I fear the novel civil enforcement mechanism will in short order be proven both unconstitutional and unwise. The law in the Conservative state is scheduled to take place 30 days after the signing, but court challenges are expected. Opponents call it unconstitutional and note that six weeks is before many women even know they are pregnant. 
advanced technology can detect a first flutter of electric activity within cells in an embryo as early as six weeks. This flutter isn't a beating heart, it's cardiac activity that will eventually become a heart. An embryo is termed a fetus after the eighth week of pregnancy, and the actual heart begins to form between the ninth and twelfth weeks of pregnancy. The vigilante aspect of this bill is absurd, said Idaho Democratic Representative Lauren Nicochia. Its impacts are cruel, and it is blatantly unconstitutional. A number of other Republican states are pursuing similar laws, including Tennessee, which introduced a Texas-style abortion bill on Tuesday. Republicans continued to press their unhinged attacks on a range of issues against Katanji Brown Jackson, President Joe Biden's nominee to become the first black woman on the US Supreme Court on Wednesday, as she inched closer to the end of an intense two days of questioning, with Democrats coming to her defense. Jackson, who had remained even-tempered throughout marathon questioning during her Senate Judiciary Committee confirmation hearing, showed impatience over repeated questions posed by Republicans who accused her of being too lenient as a judge in sentencing child pornography offenders. Far-right Republican Senator Josh Hawley again pressed her on one child pornography case involving an 18-year-old defendant in which Jackson imposed a three-month sentence. He asked her if she regretted the sentence. Senator, what I regret is that during a hearing about my qualifications to be a justice on the Supreme Court, we've spent a lot of time focusing on this small subset of my sentences, Jackson responded. Jackson since last year has served as a federal appellate judge after eight years as a federal district judge. She noted that she has sentenced more than 100 people as a judge. Democrats and sentencing experts have said Jackson's approach to child pornography sentencing was similar to the vast majority of federal judges. Democratic Senator Cory Booker said, There is an absurdity to this that is almost comical if it were not so dangerous of the Republican attacks. You have earned this spot. You are worthy. You are a great American, Booker told Jackson, who could be seen wiping a tear from her eye. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts.